Tree Slayer. So now you see how good I am at what I do. This may get you thinking I have nothing else interesting to say now because it'll just be the same scenario interspersed with different details. Sure, sometimes I hold the axe like this instead of this, or sometimes my prey gets a lucky shot. But the real variety, the real chaos of this comes from the unknown factors. Like, what if people were on the side of trees? Can't believe that's something I even have to say. The science is there. It's clear these things are a threat, but some tree huggers just can't take the truth for an answer. You see, I'm not just some vagabond axe slinger wandering from place to place. I was brought into this world by some of the stubbornest minds in Washington. Folks that knew the public couldn't be trusted with its own future, and they needed tools like me to help shape it. I received all my directives on small scraps of paper jammed into the matted fur of coyotes. That's why these things are all over the country now. Perfect postal service for top-level secrets. Most of the times my missions are routine. But every now and then, I need to make a real example so the rest of you all might finally get the message. Time to set the scene. It was a balmy summer. Kind of a damp heat, where you're peeling your sack off your thigh every couple of steps. I got word of some strange happenings down behind a strip mall. Turns out some folks were gathering in the woods to commune with nature. They thought sitting right next to these three-ton killing machines would bring them closer to the energy that connects us all, or so their pamphlet said. This line of thinking can be true, as long as the closeness they're looking for is their lifeless body melting into the dirt. I got there just after breakfast, pulled up in front of the strip, and let out an involuntary sigh. <sighs> it saddened me to see that some Cretans had built such a hideous collection of nature behind this beautiful rectangle of cement and commerce. <sighs> Wiping a stray tear, I noticed they had a DSW shoe warehouse. I made a note to check it out when I was done, because they usually have great deals on those New Balance sneakers I like to wear to bed. Great arch support. Round back of the building, I nod at some kid taking out the trash, and we both freeze when we hear the giggling. Damn giggling. I swear by my nine fingers there was giggling in the daytime. Chills your blood. The kid ducks back inside, and I unsling my double hand axes. Proper loadout this time, and stalk right through the scrub brush. Couple of steps in, and I'm already up to my nuggets and deciduosity. They creak a bit, but none make a move. They know I'm not here for them, or they'd already be dead. Soon enough, I see a target. These hippies have built themselves a perfect little grove without a care for the impact it would have on the surrounding community. You see, the difference between a grove and a regular old forest is a grove is a place that idiots add sentimental value to with adornments and feelings of peace. These half-dressed fools with their tan skin and sinewy limbs really thought they could find peace in the midst of their greatest enemy. You almost have to respect that kind of optimism. Almost, but I didn't have time for almosts. I was paid for a job, and in that moment, all I saw was bark. 
I leapt in the center of their drum circle and sent my blades to work. There was no difference between elm and elbow, ash and ass, chestnuts and these nuts. I had my element of surprise, but they still had the advantage with superior numbers and partial sedation from the craft beer they were drinking. They met every chop with a sensible argument or plea for understanding. I, said no, quit I met every act of parlay with one of brutal violence. I'm talking the kind of bloodshed you used to only see on premium cable, but now they show in the middle of the morning. In those few moments, I racked up more corpses than an entire season of Law and Order SVU. If Christopher Maloney himself had come upon that scene, he would have puked. Damn, he can act though. Anyway, by the time I was done, that grove was just a mass grave of flora and fauna. I'm referencing the people as fauna here. Although I did accidentally clip one squirrel, and it died of its wounds. I tried to push the two halves of it back together, but it was just too late. Alright, I'm getting a bit lost here. Why did I want to tell this story? Oh, right. Tree huggers aren't going to save the planet. They're just keeping the bed warm for the lumber that wants to see us liquidated. That day, I found our side sleeping with the enemy, and had to flip the mattress. It was rough, but didn't stop me from grabbing a new pair of shoes and getting home before noon to eat. I never miss a midday meal, and as I'm sure you guess, that's why they call me... Dennis.